Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. A woman from North Dakota arrested after she allegedly brought her pet raccoon into a nightclub. Two suspects in the kidnapping murder and dismemberment of a Phoenix man over an unpaid debt have been arrested. Also, a man allegedly throws a hatchet at parkgoers, runs into the sewer, and then threatens to shoot at police officers. Those stories and more today on True Crime Today. This is True Crime Today. Not only a tragedy for the family. It's unfathomable. Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. Say he then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her end her life. True Crime Today starts now yes indeed it does welcome to the program be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts you don't miss any episodes of our program and leave us a review there on apple Podcasts if you get a chance it helps us grow in those rankings tony and carol hughes with you on today's episode of the program what's going on hey friend hey hey so you know um this this um hurricane in Florida, I can't even wrap my brain around uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't. And you and I were just talking about it. And you know, my heart breaks for everybody because I it's just devastating. And so the other day I was looking at Jim Cantori from I don't know if he's on the Weather Channel anymore. I think he used to be, but he's Jim a Cantori. very well known yeah. meteorologist. Yeah. So he had posted, you know, some updates. This was before it had really hit. And Talk about the asshole of the week. So this guy like posts comments, basically something to the effect of thanks a lot, asshole, for ruining our vacation to Tampa. Like we got to Tampa and now you told us that the hurricane was going to hit here and now it's not going to hit here. And the guy just like total dick. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So what? And, and like, does he number believe- one, Tampa got some rain. Like, let's just say that was not an easy storm for anybody. Yeah. But these people lost everything. And like thousands of people lost everything. And this guy's like, thanks a lot for ruining our vacation. Yeah. I'm like, do you know how hard it would be to predict a storm that has 155 mile an hour sustained winds and go, this is exactly where it's going to hit. Yeah. You know, I was like, what a dick. All these people are like, you know, you look at his page and it's these really sad things, you know, and people are like, oh, my heart breaks for you. Or like you and I were just talking about it. Like there's a woman who's like, my mom, I can't get a hold of her. Now our phone's just going to voicemail. And, you know, there's these horrific stories. Then there's that guy. I'm like, how do you? That's you, like, you're just the ulti- anyone that anyone that does that shit 
it, it immediately you go you go high up on the narcissist scale. It's not just a narcissistic tendency. It's like, nope, I think you might have the disorder if you're going that far and you're really calling it out that hard at somebody. That's really fucked up to, to not be able to see something from someone else's perspective at all uh, or just it's how it fucking works. For the love of God, if you've lived a few I years. Am honest to God, would anywhere in Florida be the place right now you would want to be on vacation? Exactly. Like, well, the, the I hit 80 miles south of there. I could still be having fun in Tampa. No, you're not having no, fun. That's not a fun Nobody's time. having fun in Florida right now. Jim Cantore got hit by a tree branch that was flying during the live I saw report. that. I have the but audio. But I still don't get why those meteorologists have to get no. that weird-ass shot this is of them dumb. out there trying to stand up against these horrific winds. I'm, I'm like... I'm surprised no one has been cut in half by a stop sign yet because it could easily happen. It's it's idiotic, to be honest. Uh, here's the audio of Jim Cantori literally being hit by a tree branch during a live report. It had to hurt. It just came flying by. Then boom. All right, you know what? Uh -oh. I think I'm just going to come in here for a second. Oh, maybe you should, considering the large... Uh, God, now he's trying to hang on to a street sign, a metal street sign that's almost coming unhinged from the... If he lets go, he's going to go flying. Yeah, when that tree branch hit him, like, you could see, like, I'm surprised he didn't end up 100 yards away. That was dumb. That was just fucking dumb. Because so, I saw that, and I was like, when will these meteorologists ever get... I don't need you to be out there in the middle of it. I can understand 150 mile an hour sustained winds are pretty fucking bad. This like, is just, just I looking... don't need you to try to stand up in that. I'm surprised no one's been killed yet, but what's it going to be like when they do get killed? Is there going to be a big, you know, oh my God, I feel horrible for Mike Seidel for being, you know, killed uh, out there or Jim Cantori? Or is it going to be like, you fucking idiots, it's finally time that one of you got it, so maybe others won't do this? Or will it make more people do it? Because they're going to want to be stronger and bigger and better than the last meteorologist. I was really waiting. It has yeah. happened in these parts with um, tornado chasers. It has, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and remember. It's tragic that. and it's sad. And and the thing is, is that a lot of times with tornadoes, sometimes they can see on the ground what they can't see on a radar. So if yeah. you've got your eyes on it, you might. That happened last summer. The um, guys who were chasing the tornado gave some really big heads up to people. It's like, no, it's going this way. Yeah. Because it was the tornado ended up wrapped and they couldn't really see it very well on the radar. Sure. Now, with the hurricane. That's different, though. I mean, the, the, the cha like professional chasers, not just the dumbasses who are out there with their truck, but like seriously, they're there. They're reporting back to the weather centers so they can give accurate information. I, I get that. That, and that there's a couple of times it was like what, five years ago or so where maybe longer, it was a, a bigger chasing group that got killed. I forgot who it was. Do you yeah, remember there that? There was like three guys that yeah. died. Yeah. And it's so sad, but like when I look at videos like that, I'm like, you don't have to be out there in it. No. 
you know, I, I get that you're there. Get someplace where you're at least inside. Yeah. I just don't get that. Well, but I also don't get the guy who's like, yeah, thanks a lot, Jim Cantori. I blame like, Dan really, Rather. You want to go out drinking and having fun in Tampa right now. Yeah. Really? I blame Dan Rather. Because <laughs> wasn't he kind of one of the first to go out there in the middle of those storms? And his shots are tame by today's standards. But I, re- I don't remember that. I'm not I, saying that he didn't, but I don't remember like that. Dan Rather reporting, and he had a big trench coat on, and he was like, it was more like they were almost in the lower level of like a two level hotel where the the inside is kind of a tunnel, but it's outdoors. And so you could see like the straight shot out. He'd like be by a banister, but the crew's underneath the hotel and there's wind and shit blowing and there's like signs that go flying by him, but they're like down a ways. It was set up pretty, you know, I guess it's much more safer than they are today. Uh, but I remember just those dramatic shots and Dan rather, uh, it's like, God, he's, he's crazy. Like, what is he doing? Uh, then today, it's then like, Jim Cantore takes it to the yeah. extreme. Then Jim Cantore is like, hey, I got a golf club. I'm going to hold in the air while it's lightning. <laughs> and I'm Let's see if it really is lightning. My microphone cord. It's a corded mic and it's not grounded and it's going in that giant puddle over there. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's an interesting thing to watch. Here's one more. This is Mike Seidel giving an update. He's standing on what looks like the patio of a rapper's house or something. Glass uh, railings that could break at any time. We have come up here for safety from the surge. Look at the wind howling through here. I'm waiting for a palm tree to just go plummeting at him. It looks like there's three or four feet of water. Waves Giant uh, planters tipped over that would be crazy heavy to do that to on this he's on the second floor of a building and the water it looks like it's a, a ledge to the ocean because it's right there this is one of the worst hurricanes i've ever been in well that's that's that says something mike seidel saying that's one of the worst hurricanes he's ever been in yeah they say it's like top Five that's ever hit the U.S. Yeah, early on, that's what they were saying in terms of the. Strength. Now I'm wondering if it might even. It might be. It, it might be one of the most expensive in history, if not the most expensive in history. Yeah. So uh, just breaks my heart for so many people. Yeah, it's it's horrible, absolutely horrible. Uh, I can't imagine uh, going through that. I really can't. Uh, and, and the reason too, I I really enjoy visiting Florida. I would not live there for that reason. I, I could not do that every year where it's like, well, something's coming in or a couple times something's coming in and you don't know if you have to leave or what's going to be happening or what this or that. Like, no, not going to do it. Visit. Mm-mm. Cool. And that hurricane shit. No, I mean, I, I couldn't do Kansas with the tornado shit because it was just too much. I can't imagine dealing with the hurricane. Uh, Maybe mm. if you're super inland, may I don't know, but but I think the the joy of being there is more like you want to be closer to the beach. So then, what's ironic is that you start to get more tornadoes than we have. I know, <laughs> I know. So yeah, I, I leave Kansas and I'm in Arkansas now. They went with you, and they came. But it's weird. My area, there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but a lot of them, it goes north and south always. Something does not. It does not go over. 
uh, like the Fayetteville area at all. It's just, I mean, they do sometimes, but there's so much splitting off. It's, I think we were only in the, ter- the tornado shelter one time last year. That's a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's other areas that I know that got hit many times over, over and over and over. But we, man, we were lucky. Uh, all right. Well, let's jump into uh, our uh, stories for today. A woman uh, from North Dakota arrested after she allegedly brought her pet raccoon into a nightclub. 38-year-old woman is facing criminal charges after she was allegedly caught bringing her pet non-domesticated raccoon into a club. Is there a way to domesticate a raccoon? Is that a thing? Yeah, but what makes it a pet then? That's just a raccoon that she found outside. But can you, like, what actually officially counts for domesticating something? My friend, um adopted one when it was abandoned and she adopted it and and it lived she was living with us at the time and yeah so i guess we had the raccoon in our house but um and but it did really well when it was a baby but what, as it got older i mean it just wasn't meant to live in the house Get a little more squirrely a little more handsy than it did before. A little bit more raccoony. A little more raccoony. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, like, what was he doing? Like, crying in the upper quarter of the room like a baby? And because you know, that's a scary like attacking thing. Attacking us and shit. Oh, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Like attacking you? Like what? Like jumping off of like, shit? Yeah, and... just jumping on you and stuff. Oh, and it's gosh. got those little hands. Yeah. yeah. That, and that hurt. Oh yeah. You ever tried biting and you? And it just, you know, and it would climb up stuff all the time. It yeah. was damaging things and peeing where it wasn't supposed to. And I mean, because it shouldn't be inside. Yeah. But I think people have successfully probably adopted raccoons. But if it's an undomesticated raccoon, that just yeah. means it's a raccoon that shouldn't be taken in a bar or any place. According to the Benson County Sheriff's Office, Aaron Christensen was brought into custody on September 14th, on accusations of giving false information to law enforcement, tampering with evidence, and other North Dakota game and fish offenses. After excluding many, ser- or executing rather, many search warrants in the Maddock area and identifying a non domesticated raccoon, the Benson County Sheriff's Office and North Dakota Game and Fish apparently concluded their investigation into Christensen. Christensen allegedly took her pet raccoon to a neighborhood watering hole. The Benson County Sheriff's Office reported that officials became concerned about a possible rabies exposure and put down and transported uh, to be tested for rabies and other diseases uh, with the raccoon. Uh, She posted $1,500 bond on September 21st. According to court documents, the Bismarck Tribune writes that Christensen could face up to two years in jail and cost of up to $7,500. As the story goes, she is a pet raccoon whom she calls Rocky. Uh, Jesus Christensen issued a statement to the Bismarck Tribune saying, too much effort was put into wrongfully imprisoning a harmless raccoon. They didn't seem to care if we if it was rabid or not. They were concerned about locating and killing. Here we get, now we learn the, the raccoon's name. Are you ready? Rocky. And then locking me up. Christensen claimed inside the pub, Rocky never left my arms. According to reports, Christensen and her family found Rocky on the side of the road and were caring for him until he was healthy enough to be released back into the wild. According to reports, Rocky's rabies test 
came back negative. So I kind of feel bad for this idea. They found him on the side of the road. They were trying to, you know, bring him back to health. And if you go to your totally you, appreciate yeah. all that, you got like, like yeah. I think that's wonderful. People who rehab animals and wildlife, yeah. I think it's like that's amazing work. But all the more reason to not take that raccoon into a bar because yeah. it's traumatized enough being around people. Now you're going to take it someplace where it's loud and lots of people and drunk people on top of that. Like, Dumb idea. That's not even... No. Like, that's just so stupid. When you could have gotten a nice kennel, put some food in it, left it outside. Put on some Sade. And, you know, like, but no, I'm going to take it to a bar. Which makes me think what really happened was she was drunk and she's like, I'm going to take Rocky. I'm taking him to the bar. I'm going to show my friends. <laughs> Is that you how know? it went, Carol? Exactly like that? Don't you think? I'm I think it was Rocky. probably a pretty good impersonation. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I could see like it, her being there. I, I don't think it was just necessarily like I'm bringing the coon to the bar. I think it was more like... Um, she was probably telling her friends about it the night before. Like I have, you know, I got this raccoon and then can you bring him in sometime? Yeah, bring him in. We want to see Rocky. Okay. Maybe I'll bring him in tomorrow. I don't know. And, and no, then, it was, you know, it was like, I don't know. I bring him in tomorrow. Maybe you think, you think that's how, it, <laughs> you know, she was drunk. Motherfuckers, look, I brought Rocky in right here. Oh. I just I want to go to the bar. Do you want to pet Rocky? Rocky? Want the Rocky right here? <laughs> he he likes to dibble on your fingers a little bit. Don't don't. It's okay. There's a little foaming at the mouth, but it's okay. He's fine. He's fine. And that is another thing. Like the raccoon could have been rabid. Yeah, that's, which is yeah. not a good thing. It, 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 that's that is a scary thing. I mean, I, I honestly, it's never a good idea. If you're out during the middle of the day and there's a raccoon on the side of the road walking along suspiciously slowly and acting a little strange because raccoons don't fucking do that when they're healthy. Uh, and a lot of raccoons get rabies and a daytime raccoon acting like that. I'd say you got a pretty fucking good chance it's got rabies because I ain't seen a lot of raccoons in my life. But the ones that I have were doing exactly that, and they were all fucking rabid. Yeah, like I have lots of raccoons, and you have you lots only of see raccoons. Them at night. Oh, and you're like in your trees, or like they're hiding out in your shed, or oh, your linen I've seen closet. them on my patio. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because they get like, oh wait, because sometimes the neighbor cat comes over for treats, and so if the cat didn't eat all the treats, lots of possums. I always see possums. Yeah, but. Like, well, I'll remember that one time after I moved in here and there was that murdered raccoon in my backyard that was big. Mm -hmm. It was a big raccoon and it was brutally murdered. I don't know what it was murdered by, but it was blood and guts and gross yep. by the murder she shed that I have in my mm -hmm. backyard. That is, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I do sometimes wonder sometimes too when they're signed, uh, or on the side of the road, uh, especially when they're in pieces. It's like, what what the hell happened there? Like that went uh, multiple runnings overs or. Yeah, I don't know, because I have a six foot privacy fence. So what yeah. got in here and killed the raccoon? But maybe like a 
fox or maybe a coyote or something. Yeah. So it makes me like, yeah, my cats are never outside without me. Ever, 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 ever. No, forever, ever, forever, ever. Um, according to the Bismarck Tribune, it is against the law in North Dakota to keep a raccoon from the wild as a pet. Uh, Christensen told the Bismarck Tribune that her children were devastated and inconsolable after authorities took Rocky from them and the whole family had been traumatized by her arrest. Well, she's the one that took it from them and went to the bar. Yeah. Why didn't she just leave it with the kids? I feel bad for the kids and their possible rabid raccoon running around the house while mom's out drinking. During the conversation, she remarked, simply put, he was hungry, lonely terrified my family and he were together for the pleasant months we regret he will never fully develop his raccoon personality yeah and she has zero fault in taking a raccoon into the bar so maybe <sighs> she should be looking at this more like man i effed up i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have done it kids i'm so sorry but instead she's playing the victim he'll never develop his raccoon because you took him to a bar. All because you went and got drunk with Rocky. Yeah. But she did it all for the glory of love of Rocky, developing his full personality over shots of Jaeger. Mm. Come here, Rocky. Have this. Yes. Okay, together. Ready? One, two, three. Oh! oh, oh. That was great, Rocky. Let's have another round. It's a weird, weird thing that was going on there. That's weird. Uh, two suspects in the kidnapping, murder, and dismemberment of a Phoenix man over an unpaid debt. They've been arrested. They, uh, they've finally been arrested. A man in his 40s was detained near Tucson on suspicion of kidnapping and murdering a man in his late 20s. K-S-A-Z. You think they call him like K-Saz or something? That's coming up on Kaysaz. <laughs> it's like cake, where it's like, I just can't take you seriously. You're cake. It's like, it's like it's just called like fudge or something. Coming up on fudge. Here on cake. K News on your yeah. side. Here on Kaysaz. It almost sounds kind of seductive and kind of uh, serious at the same time. Kaysaz. Coming up on Kaysaz. Kenny G and the news reports that John Cole abducted Antoine Smith on September 16th or 17th for financial reasons. According to a police release acquired by KSAS, Smith's loved ones allegedly tried to get in touch with Cole to inquire about his well-being. According to KOLD TV on the way from Phoenix to Tucson, Cole let Smith use the restroom in a remote area of Pima County. Reports indicate that during an interview, Cole stated that Smith attacked him before he was able to get a hold of Smith and strangle him. KOLD reports that Cole took Smith's body to his house at the 5900 block of East 3rd Street in Tucson, where he cleaned and dismembered it. Of course he did. Like a fish. Cole, we talk about that all the time. Why is everybody like, why fucking Why do people keep doing that? I think... Nothing it, says yeah. you're more guilty than when... It's like, whoops, and then I dismembered him. I didn't know what else to Here's do Here's the him. deal. I mean, it used to be like a really fucking rare thing. I mean, this is why we have Dahmer as like a legend, because nobody was dismembering and eating people back then that we knew of. Uh, and now it's like everybody's just chowing down on the fine mesquite flavor. Did he flavor. Eat too? 
I don't know if this one did, but there oh, was one okay. the other day that did. I was like, oh my God. But you put a little mesquite on there, you know, and you pepper it right. It tastes just like a pork chop. Cole allegedly told police in Phoenix where they could find Smith's body, but he refused to give a DNA sample, according to KOLD. Cole was arrested by the Arizona Department of Public Safety on September 20th while en route to California. Smith's skull and hands, among other body parts, are reportedly discovered in Cole's car. Just why oh not keep God. a few mementos here and there? You never know when you need a skull. Allegedly, Cole directed investigators to a rural location outside Tucson where more human remains are uncovered. According to booking documents at the Maricopa County Jail, Cole was arrested for murder, kidnapping, and theft. What about, like, keeping a skull in your glove box? Cole is allegedly facing charges of aggravated assault and aggravated harassment coming from an incident earlier this year. In addition to a federal prison sentence of more than 15 years, he received an 03 for possession of cocaine with intent to distribute. There you go. So, so let me get it straight. So mm-hmm. he, so he's saying this guy kidnapped him for financial reasons. I believe or something. so. Something of that nature. And then He's like, whoa, got to pee. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. Then he attacked me, and then I had to kill him, strangle him. Yes. So then, rather than just be like, holy shit, 911, I I I just got attacked by this guy, and you have to come. He's like, I don't know what else to do, but load him up and take him to my house and dismember him. Yeah. To stop on the ace Take some on the of way? the body parts yeah. with me when I flee because nothing says I'm innocent more than that scenario. I think it's always good to go into your local ace and talk to the helpful hardware folks and tell them what you're looking to do, like cut apart a body of a man that just tried to kill you. And what do you recommend for that? Is there a good saw? Is there any maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, some sort of chemical? What would you recommend? Man, I had those people at Ace Hardware are so helpful too. I think that if you went in there and you're like, I need a good saw that would cut through bone. Like what type of bone? And then like do you have deer, would you, human. like some tarp yep. maybe and some plastic bags, some big garbage bags, like the heavy duty kind. Mm-hmm. Like would they be like, do they go through that and employee training? Go, okay, if somebody comes in and they request all that sort of thing, there's a secret button behind the cashier. Yeah. And you have to go over Offer to carry all the items when you get there. And I like a large... Give them the code word. Of, and, and, and back there, is that a big thing of sulfuric acid? Yeah, I'll take that I'll take too. take that. Thank you. So how do you dissolve bone? What's the best way to do it? Do you have any acid? That's it. I just, you know, here's the thing. I just Googled it uh, because we're talking about it and I thought it'd be an interesting antidote. Shit, I hope that you don't get suspected of murder and then well, we do a forensic investigation. On good thing we're doing this podcast because I can I can timestamp <laughs> where we recorded it and I can timestamp when I search for what types of acid dissolve flesh yeah, on Google. And then they'll be like, <laughs> when you're in court they'll be all like, and how convenient was that? Carol was probably in on it too. So obviously yeah. he was planning the murder while he was podcasting. You're going to be locked up and now, And talking too. about it. Shit. Shit, like, shit, shit, like, shit. Can I take my raccoon? This is not good. This is not what we wanted to have happen on today's show. I just want to take my raccoon shit. to prison. It's a good thing I have no one I want to kill. I mean, I really, there's no one in my life that I'm, like, 
mad at or <laughs> that makes me happy to hear I'm that just like i'm it's good really I'm, I'm really truly like in a really peaceful <laughs> place right now not that i've ever like wanted to kill someone been other times in my life but right now i feel pretty well, good I've been, about I've been, not I've been, killing anybody i've been angry at people but i've never ever ever like thought you know the I'm cops are gonna listen them. to this the fbi is gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like obviously he's covering listen he's to covering me. look at this shit i just don't feel like killing anybody right now i'm in a good place i mean when i was in church when i was little i would like fantasize about like a giant wrecking ball immediately coming through the building and just wiping shit out. But you know, that was just childhood. That's all. It's like that was I your like, imagination. <laughs> Actually, what you just described was brutal murder. While I was in church. Yeah. It was uh <laughs> your mind goes places when you're standing there in front of the Lord. It goes places that are very dark. And then suddenly, like, the lights would flicker in the church when I'd have these ideas, and it was really fucking weird. And then you're like, oh, shit, Jesus heard that. They did not let me back in for many, many years. Okay, really, really ever. But uh, (laughs) I was going to say to this day. But uh, to this day, it's like, oh, he's the guy that thinks about, uh, you know, fires breaking out. And uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I thought about those weird, horrible what if. It was actually the the weird, weird thing I would always think of is how do I escape? How do I escape if this happened? How do I escape if that happened? It wasn't ever me doing anything. It was just like tragedy. How do I get out of this building and survive? That's just plain smart. Yeah, that's what would go through my mind. I don't know why I was never really in a situation like that. And a lot of the terror stuff that we see today wasn't really widespread. But somehow in my little mind in 1988 at church, was plotting okay if a guy comes in with a gun i'm going that way that shit wasn't happening i don't know maybe i was like foretelling the future or something uh because now there is an argument now now, like you should be thinking about that i and i i naturally do go into a theater any place it's like where's that way out how do i handle this and Uh, man allegedly throws hatchet at park goers. I mean, that happens. Runs away into the sewer. Well, you know, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then threatens to shoot police officers. Well, yeah, it happens a lot now. A man, 37, allegedly flung a hatchet and then ran down a storm drain where he remained for many hours while police and SWAT officials tried to negotiate with him. Bloomington police responded to a call of a guy throwing a steel rod at many individuals at Seminary Park on September 20th at 9.30 a.m. Seminary Park. (laughs) I know. Upon arrival, police learned that the suspect, later identified as Eli Schwarzentruber, Schwarzentruber. What was it? Schwarzentruber. Eli Schwarzentruber. I I wish I could roll my tongue better. Schwarzentruber. Schwarzentruber. It's, yeah, I think it's German, I'm guessing. Uh, Had gone to a vehicle in the Kroger parking lot and retrieved a hatchet. He allegedly went back to the seminary park with a hatchet, approached the group and threw it. Reportedly, he made a on foot escape. Bloomington police officers reportedly searched the area, located garments matching Schwartz and Troopers description uh, hanging from the railing uh, near a very huge. He was naked. No, no, uh, no. Matching his description, uh, hanging from a railing. He was there hanging from a railing. Uh, I wonder what his description would you think he had like the Hitler mustache going on? Was he being Schwarzentruber uh, near a very huge storm drain on First Street? Schwarzentruber advised them not to enter the storm drain. So he's kind of like doing it. He just needed a red balloon at this point. And he advised them oh, not to enter yeah. the storm drain. And he was armed with a rifle. 
After police reportedly shouted into the drain for him to come out in case the police tried to enter, he allegedly threatened to kill them. The police who arrived on site radioed for support and established a position of cover until reinforcements arrived. Now, at this point, I mean, I know we're like getting tons of reinforcements. Can't we just like throw a bunch of fucking firecrackers down there? And be like, well, I was thinking, couldn't you just like put some tear gas down there or yeah. something? Or is it, I mean, maybe you can't put tear gas in the sewer because it would like blow up. All of a sudden, like the whole, the, whole, the whole like city, all the man, all the pot manholes go flying up into the air <laughs> yeah, simultaneously. That might not be a, it sounded like a great idea before it came out of it's my like mouth. You, idiots, so I don't, you, you can't put flames near, yeah. <laughs> That uh, that actually probably would get him out um, and God knows what else. Uh, city officials provided blueprints of the storm drain system to the critical incident response team from the Bloomington Police Department and the Indiana State Police SWAT team who responded to the location. In one part of the sewer, police used technology designed to inspect the storm sewer in an attempt to locate the suspect but failed to do so. As they put it, investigators started taking off manhole covers and found a spent rifle cartridge that appeared to have been discarded to aid in their search for Schwarzenberger. The critical incident response team set off noise flash uh, divisionary devices deep into the sewer. Getting dark here. Reportedly using a camera, the SWAT team dug roughly 500 feet into the sewer and they found him. As per reports, Schwarzenberger told authorities he was uh, leaving by the north exit, but really made his getaway by the south. There were reports that senior troopers with the Indiana State Police uh, that they used a canine, Loki, to apprehend Schwarzenberger. Good job, Loki. Schwarzenberger was rescued uh, from the drain and transferred to the Indiana University Hospital for treatment. When he was taken into custody, he allegedly had an empty firearm on him, a machete, and a hand scythe reportedly discovered by detectives during a check of the sewer. Schwarzenegger was arrested for attempted violence with a deadly weapon and intimidation after being released from the hospital. It took law officers over nine hours to negotiate with Schwarzenegger, according to WXIN-TV. Additional accusations have been brought against Schwarzenegger on account of claims of sexual assault against a female victim. After three hours before he allegedly hurled the hatchet, Schwarzenegger allegedly went to a woman's home on West Coons Road and requested her to live underground with him. According to the probable cause affidavit cited by WXIN. Who doesn't want that? I love you, baby. Let's go live underground. Um, so anyway, Schwartz and Trooper allegedly pulled out a machete after she surprisingly, she declined the offer of going and living underground with him. That's, that's just, that's not good. You know, you gotta at least, at least give it a chance. Schwartz and Trooper allegedly pulled out that machete and threatened him, uh, and, and threatened her, um, uh, with a return visit, but she apparently ignored his warnings. He supposedly came back a few minutes later to see if she was packed and ready to go. Hey, honey, I'm back. You ready to join me in the underground? God, how horrifying. I can't wait. Let's go. He allegedly began helping her pack even before she asked. He apparently confided in her that he wasn't helping her pack. He was forcing her. Then he said, honey, I stole a truck. And... Uh, would have to give it back before the morning. 
supposedly in response to her stating that she wished to avoid jail time. He said, I'll save you. I'll free you. I've got this. And the cops will shoot me to death before they arrest me. Which was meant to allude to the machete that he was holding. It said that Schwarzenegger then grabbed the woman by the throat, attempted to kiss her, undressed, Ooh. and stuffed cash down her blouse. And she allegedly uh, feigned, uh, fainted so as she needed to use a restroom, uh, feigned that she needed to use a restroom before escaping through a front door after allegedly her. Uh, uh, fleeing while grabbing his pants. The woman reportedly uh, told the uh, police. Official documents revealed that the uh, he faces charges of sexual battery, residential entrance, breaking and entering, and battery resulting in bodily injury. After being expelled from his family, a man in Georgia... Oh, that's the next story. So, that's... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, oh my God. I was like, yeah. And then he was expelled from his family. Well, I would, I would hope, I would hope to God he was expelled from his family at that point. I don't know how you go back to that and be like, I still love you, honey, even though you did all and that And it doesn't shit. even, excuse me, it doesn't even say anything that he knew that woman. No. I, maybe he did. Maybe. I don't know. Right? Maybe, it doesn't I, maybe establish she was, that. Like, yeah. was it just some woman that he was infatuated with or he saw her or just went I don't to know. some random woman's house? I know house? nothing about that part. But I, it makes you want, like, was this something there or was it like, She's just going to play along and say whatever she needs to to get the fuck out of that situation. Well, it sounds like she did the right thing. Yeah. Whatever she, she did, because well, that's a dangerous guy. She saw something and said something. <laughs> I'm glad she did. Not to mention all the other people who probably saw something and said something about him prior to that, but we couldn't do anything about it. Uh, we had to wait till he took action and... Uh, fully uh, went out. I wonder how long he'll get for this. What do you think? Three months? <laughs> no one died. No, no he's going to be, it's going to be 10 plus years because of, I had hope. I hope. Because of the cops and like, yeah, you know, that whole deal. I don't know. But just if it was just her, he'd be out in a couple of years. Next time, get the fucking red balloons because, oh my God, if he had the red balloons, that would have made this. He'd be famous forever. If he had the red balloons when he's in the sewer system, because nobody goes, nobody goes to the sewer system. That's not a common story in, in these sort of incidents. Red I did get a kick out of when that movie came out. What was it? A couple of years ago? Yeah. Um, or was re-released. I don't remember. Um, I didn't go see it. But around town, there's a bunch of people tying red balloons to mm -hmm. the sewer drainage areas. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. But it, other people were quite terrified by it. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. yeah, I, I get it. I thought it was like, well played, Stephen King fans. Yeah. But, yeah. I have a fun clown story. Um, there in uh, Branson, Missouri, uh, when Harper was really little, there's a clown that there's, there's like the shopping district down by a river. It's got like H&M and all sorts of stuff like that in it and restaurant uh i don't remember what it's called but it's a nice little area and we would always go walking down there and usually find a place to eat and do some shopping and there's like an arcade and bowling and all that and there's also a clown a really creepy i don't know strange looking clown that kind of lurks around a little bit makes balloon animals for the kids looks a little bit okay like a lot dirty it, it it's not like oh it, 
yeah, you're a good, uh, I don't know. It's sketchy. It's a sketchy clown. And when Harper was really little, she did not know what she was saying. But she walked past this clown, looked at me and go, Dad, look, it's Fuckles the Clown. Fuckles the Clown. <laughs> and and she didn't know. I mean, she was like two or like two and a half. or Fuckles the Clown. I think she was just kind of like making up syllables, but it came to Fuckles the Clown. <laughs> and we were there about, I don't know, a month or two ago. And we were walking down that same area. <laughs> And she's 10 now. And uh, we actually were there for her birthday because she wanted to go there for her birthday. And we're walking down and she, this is a little glint in her eye. And like, she sees him and then she looks up at me and she looks back at him and she's like, hey, everybody, it's Fuckles the Clown. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny and a really awesome clown name at the same time. It is. Buckles the Clown. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I've seen her now say it when she was two and now she's 10. And I'm sure if the Buckles is still around when she's 30, <laughs> you'll see the 30-year-old version of her going, hey, everybody, Buckles the Clown over there. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> Here's the thing. No matter how old she is, that, that joke will never wear out. Oh, no. That will always be funny. Buckles the Clown. <laughs> She's been 30 never, since she never was get old. three, almost, with the way she talks and thinks. I, they, they, she's been the same little human being. Uh, she just learns to express herself more and more and more and more disturbing ways every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn, child. But, oh, that's funny. <clears throat> all right. Uh, and if you want to hear Harper in action, uh, she's on uh, Thursday's episodes of our other podcast, Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, you can download that uh, wherever you get podcasts and yeah, you really don't want to miss her because she's just, yeah, she's fucking crazy. Uh, and she's my daughter and I love her. She's great. In an adorable way. She is. She's, uh, she's great. All right. That's going to wrap up today's episode of true crime today. If you like the show, please press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us a review there on Apple podcasts too. I can't tell you how much we'd appreciate that. Uh, And no, so thank you. Until next time, for all of us at True Crime Today, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today.